G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Courtney Duncan, who is back on a break before the very last round of the Women's WMX, the three-time world champion, has no chance of, of winning this year because of the broken collarbone, which she'll talk about. This is an interview that I did on Monday for Sky Speed. We're going to play you the full interview, and here's the first part of it. Courtney, great to have you back in the country. Uh, it's always nice just to sit down and have a yarn. But this has been a, a challenging year. When you fell off... Did you know then and then that any title aspirations were done? Good to see you. Um, <laughs> and first off, yeah, I did. I did. I had a crash and I was in a bit of pain. I wasn't obviously aware, was it broken or not? Was the collarbone broken or not? But um, I carried on free practice, actually. I did all the jumps and had a wee bit of a niggle. And that's kind of what steered me towards, OK, let's get some x-rays. So we headed over to the truck to get some x-rays at the track. And surely enough, she was fractured. So when you look at that, you go, how, how hard is that as a professional athlete to accept that, okay, this challenge is probably insurmountable, realistically? Very difficult, very difficult. I think, you know, the, the prior three years were, you know, kind of on the ridge, I guess. You know, had a lot of success and then to, you know, be handed with a broken collarbone and the potential of not being able to go for a fourth championship was hard to accept, I think. And so much goes into it, right? So much personal and, um, ambition goes into going for an event like that and to have it, you know, cut short was yeah, pretty hard to accept. It's not, though, as if you haven't been through this before mm-hmm. because before your first world championship, you, you were on the cusp, yep. hit a photographer, did all sorts of things, you know, not, not by choice, obviously. And you've had to learn to deal with that yep. what tools do you use or what did you learn to deal with it yeah exactly I think those three years of hardships have definitely built you know a higher level of um, resilience I guess you could say and definitely helped me this year you know I've been through some tough times and I think now I understand that they don't last forever and in sport you've always got another opportunity and for sure the championship was taken from me but at the same time I was like I had my eyes set straight on when can I come back and I want to make a good comeback so um, I tried to shift that focus as soon as I could. But what tools did you use? What mental tools? What people did you talk to to deal with it? How to? How am I going to do this on a day-to-day basis because the season's gone? I think I just dealt with it alone for the first few days. Um, That's you brave. Just, yeah, but it's just, you just have to go for the ride. I mean, you're going to go through frustration. You're going to deal with denial. Um, you're going to all have all those emotions, and that's normal. You know, it's called that. It's kind of like the grief cycle, right? Like, you, you go through that, and just accepting that is perfectly fine. You all come through the other end of it, and I think I definitely was able to cycle through it a lot quicker than I had have done in 2017-18. I think already within 10 days, I'd already accepted it. I was already... You know, planning on a brighter future and looking at options to make a you know better comeback. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I have some good friends and good people in my corner that I was able to connect with as well. You're in Cambridge at the moment, and you, you've been chatting to schools. What's the most common question you get from kids? <laughs> you want to be? You want me to be honest? Yeah. What is? What is? Can I do a backflip? <laughs> <laughs> can, can I do a backflip? Can you? 
on a trampoline, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, that's not what I do. No, I'm, I'm, no. Not, a, I'm not an ex-fighter, right? Yeah. One of those guys. <laughs> they used to do that sort of stuff. Uh, what do you? How do you? How do you inspire young kids? How do you feel you inspire the next generation? Showing that it's possible, I think, first and foremost. I mean, for little girls, showing that, you know, you can step up against the boys and be competitive and don't let anything hold you back. I think that's one. Um, giving kids the, you know, inspiration to go overseas and be successful because it seems so far far away. But being able to be over there and show that a Kiwi can be a world champion um, is really important for me. And also, you get knocked down in life, but you have the opportunity to stand back up. I think that's really, really important because, especially in our sport or sport in general, it doesn't always go your way. You know, you have a lot of hardships, you have a lot of frustrating days, disappointing days, and you get beaten in that sport. But you can change that by how hard you work during the week and correcting your, your mistakes and then having another opportunity. So um, I'd like to think I can inspire in that direction as well. How important is it for kids that want to be the next Courtney Duncan? How important is it for them to have that family support, to understand the importance of that? Yeah, family support's really important for sure. I mean, they're they're your bread and butter, right? Like good day, bad day, they're always there for you and um, whether you win or lose. So, you know, having a really strong family is um, really important in our sport as well because it's not like you get dropped off at you know soccer or football and you go to a coach and you go to your teammates and our sport you know your parents are the one that take you to the track during the week they invest so much time and um, money and sacrifice a lot for you so um, yeah the rides always yeah together. I've always wanted to ask you this question are you a great believer in participation or it's all about the win and you have to be answer me honestly A bit of both. A bit of both. Um, wow, that's a big fence you're sitting on. A bit of both. I mean, I think participation's important. Just getting out and being part of sport and being part of the team environment is really important. You can learn a lot through that sort of thing. For me personally, I'm super competitive. So whatever I do, I want to win. I've been born like that, whether it was racing dirt bikes or I mean, I played field hockey growing up. Um, rugby, whatever it was, I always wanted to be part of that winning team and I would always put everything on the line to be successful. So, um, And I think it's important, especially if you want to go far, you have to have that competitive drive within you to want to be the best, to wake up every single day and you know, chase that goal that you're kind of aiming towards. Um, as I get older, there's, you know, you see different kind of sides to it. Obviously, sometimes it's not just about the win, there's more to it. I think the most important thing, though, and I'd like to think we're on the same plane here, is to make it accessible, make the sport accessible to everybody. Yeah, 100%. I, I think so. Um, no matter what, you know, you're always welcome in our industry and um, new beginners and whether you just want to go have fun, whether it's just a family thing on you do on the weekend or whether you want to be a world champion, it's kind of, like I say, accessible for everyone. If you're into cars, get into Repco. Everything you need for your car this summer. You're listening to Race Control with Greg Murphy and Stephen McIver. 7.17, this is Repco Race Control with McIver, Murph and Alexander in the house till 9 o'clock. Don't forget, after 8 o'clock, we talk F1 with Chris Midland and also MotoGP with our very own Simon Crafer. Coming up, we're going to talk to Dan Cowper about off-roading. 
a man that builds off-roaders. And I had the chance to do that yesterday. Talk more about that in just a moment as we return to our chat with Courtney Duncan. We started talking about, you know, the negatives about falling off and a championship gone. But as soon as you hop back on the bite in the shoulder in that first round, you go and win the round, you don't want to race. How gratifying was that? Words don't explain that one. It was, um, it meant a lot to me because it was so tough to accept that championship, you know, being drifted away and um, you can kind of write the year off right. And uh, a lot of people probably would have and I thought it was important to be the bigger person and to show fight even though the championship was done, to come back and still stamp some authority. And um, it's hard because, you know, I've won many GPs and we're not shooting for GPs, we're shooting for championships. So to change the focus there was difficult, but um, I'm glad I hung in there because I was obviously injured in Europe, stayed over there on my own, but definitely paid off to get that GP win before I come home. It was a bit like you saying, uh, remember I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Must have given you a little bit of swag that weekend. <laughs> uh, no, no swag over walking around going, hey, look, remember me? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Um, I mean, I was grateful to get the win, obviously. I had a lot of time off as well. So I think I was a little bit rusty, not to my best by far. But at the same time, we was still able to grab the win and, you know, have the Kiwi flag raised, listen to the anthem and... When you go through hardships and you're sitting on the couch, you understand how um, grateful those moments are. And, you you know, there's not heaps of them, so it's special. I will never experience the opportunities that you had to win a race internationally and hear the national anthem played and see the flag. Every time I hear the national anthem, I tear up. What is it like for you? Gives me goosebumps. It's the most special feeling in the world. Like when you hear the anthem play, like you realize you haven't just done it for yourself. You've done it for your team, but you've also done it for your family, friends, and actually the whole nation. That's what you, who you've done it for. And in our sport, you don't get to see the Kiwi flag raised a lot. So it is a moment that I think we all cherish. And yeah, yeah, I get a bit teary sometimes on, on the podium, on the top step, but yeah, it's such a special feeling. So where do we find the next Courtney Duncan? Um, for me, I've got one more World Cup this year, so I'll head back to Turkey and hopefully put in a good, strong mm. performance to close off the year, and then we start gunning towards 2023, and hopefully we can make a pretty good comeback and you know a better version of myself and just you know just improve, look at ways that can be better, and hopefully gun for another championship. You just said a better version of yourself. I mean, you're doing okay now. Well, what needs to change? I mean, that's, that's a big statement, a better version of who I am. I can still be so much better. You know, my riding needs to improve, it needs to go up. Um, there's, there's many parts of my program that can be better. And, you know, you can't just be complacent. You can't just settle and think you're good enough. You've got to always look to improve and better yourself because the younger ones are coming out, they're pushing, you know, they're, they're chasing me. They want championships and I've just got to rise my game and be better each year. Is it hard to say the younger ones when you're only 26? I mean, come on, let's be blunt. You're still pretty young. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely still young. I feel like I've still got a lot of years left and I don't think I've near reached my potential. I, I know I've got, you know, still got a long way to go. But yeah, you see some of the riders on the line, like they're 17, 18 and... That's <laughs> makes me feel a bit old. <laughs> oh, please, stop it. <laughs> Do you think to grow WMX, the World Championship needs to be a longer season? It would be cool if we could add some more rounds to the series, for sure, 100%. I mean, I'd like to have about 10, and it just gives that... Um, 
how do you say it? Like, it, for instance, if you if you miss one round in the WMX, so it's championship done. Like, we only got five, six rounds, and you can't even DNF a race. So, um, it, yeah. In our sport, that's really difficult. So it'd be cool to have a few extra rounds and, like you say, grow the sport a little bit more. And um, numbers are really good. Level of racing's really good. Like it's improved every year. So um, just add need some more rounds. Does your attitude uh, pervade throughout the f uh, the rest of the field? They want more rounds. A hundred percent. Everyone wants more rounds. Simple as that. Simple as that. You're 26, and you say you you know you're one of the you could almost class yourself as a veteran, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, I'm not that old. <laughs> Three-time world champ. What's the plan? What's the plan going forward? Yeah, for me, I feel like I'm still got some more years to deliver. Like I don't look at um, it coming to an end anytime soon. I, I feel like I can go out and still win championships in the current years and. I want to see yeah, how many of those I can rack up and um, as long as I'm still having fun and still you know, competitive and putting it all out there then I, yeah, I'm going to be lining up behind the gate going for some championships and then I guess time will tell as we move closer to those years. There are athletes in your position that like to try other things in the mm -hmm. motorsport world. The perfect example we have sitting in front of us is Shane Van Gisbergen. Give him a set of wheels or give him a steering wheel, he just goes and you know, basically succeeds at everything he's done. Yeah. Is there something that you really want to do? Is there something you really want to challenge yourself and go, you know what, I like that? Not really. Just I would just want more championships. <laughs> I just want to win more um, WMX championships. How many? I don't know. There's no limit on it. You know, I kind of don't put a limit on that or want to see how many numbers I can get. I just kind of break it down to per year and just focus on that year. And um, hopefully, so, yeah knuckle off one year get that done and then it's amazing we played that old story we did on sky sport um about a month or so ago when we first met you yep. uh back in down south and, yep. and and you are such a different individual now to what you you were then how good does it feel to look back and go and i'll use the phrase that you you used i'm a better version of myself now yeah, um, oh, thanks for that. I'd like to think that I've, you know, grown and matured over the years and, you know, become a better person because of the challenges and adversity that I've faced and, um, yeah, been more grateful, I guess, for the opportunities that have come my way. And, yeah, it's funny that you say you watched that the other day because I remember the, the interview vividly and I remember just how bad I wanted to be a world champion and, yeah, to sit here six or seven years later probably, um, having thought I have achieved that three times is yeah it's a pretty special feeling Courtney Duncan three-time WMX champion there you go uh, joining us here on uh, Repco race control Murph I love I love the fact that all she really cares about is winning more championships and wants more rounds and that's the interesting thing she said the fields for her uh, formula of racing are huge whereas she says in the men's like the mx1 and those they're like 10 12 15 at that but in hers they're racing 28 30 riders yeah i mean it's i think it's pretty dismal to be honest what they're um the women are given over there i mean five rounds in a in a year when there's um when the when so the world mx 
MXGP stuff. What are they? They're, they're like 15 or 16 yeah. rounds it's, it's, or something. It's, it's a, I mean, almost like what you'd call a genuine championship, not taking anything away from WMX. So I don't – no, no. so I don't understand, I don't know, um, why they wouldn't have more rounds for the women, uh, especially when they're putting on such an amazing show and, and doing what they're doing, especially, you know, when there is such a focus these days on women's sport um, around the world and everything, which is becoming such a big – big thing people want to watch it so i don't know why you, why they're not doing that and of course she wants more rounds and of course she wants to win more world championships i mean that's her deal um and there's no reason absolutely no reason why that can't continue for for quite a, a period of time regardless of how young the mm. next crop are which they are young but her experience and her knowledge and and um and, and all the learnings she has had over over such a long period of time and the challenges, the mental toughness stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, that is, that's, you can't buy that that stuff. You know, you've got to earn it. And she has earned it massively. So that counts for so, 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 so much. Yeah, I just like the way she's bounced back from every setback she's had. She's come back stronger and stronger every time. So, yeah, I'm all... Obviously, we're all behind her. We want her to see her win more, more championships, more rounds, more races. That's just a, benef- a, a good thing for everybody. Yeah, they, they do. I mean, you like motocross, eh? I mean, you and Murph can ride motocross. Yeah, big, I mean, what big you, motocross you're fan. a big motocross fan. Yeah, I, I just love it. I think they're just in, incredible athletes. You know, so physical. You know, the those long, yeah. those long motos just flat out. You know, qualifying laps every time, and the tracks are gnarly, and just how fit and physical that that you know how fit they have to be to, to survive those thirty-minute motos. And you know, Courtney obviously does an amazing job, stays fit, and comes back. I said stronger and stronger, and I think it's just an amazing sport. Yeah, do you ever thought of doing that yourself? I rode my motorbikes when I was a kid. Fell off too many times. I much prefer four wheels <laughs> over two. Much more stable, less less likely to. Uh, to, to fall over and hurt myself. Actually, while we're speaking of uh, locals, we can't forget a uh, team that SVG is in the, did you see the livery, the super cheap Skoda? These ra- race- oh, did you see I that, just man? Remember who, just remember who our sponsors are, Stephen. Uh, Repco Race Control, of course. <laughs> well, I've, yes, but hey, we live, we, live in a, we live in a commercial. I know. I'm having... Oh, I, I know, I know. Anyway, he's in the bright red car at Rally Far, Far North Rally. I think Marty Rossenberg, <laughs> shut up, the Far no. North Rally, and uh, it's pretty, know. it's pretty exciting. Huh? I mean, to, you, you being a young driver like him, uh, it must be amazing to see someone just hop into any sort of car and just compete. And I mean, compete. Yeah, hundred percent. Like he's a racer. He's a racer's racer. We all, we all know that he race anything with with wheels on it. Um, and we know he does a. Amazing job when he when he jumps in those. So it's, it's, it's exciting to see what he's going to do this weekend. I'm sure he's going to be extremely competitive you as know he is, uh. as as he always is. Um, but yeah, it makes uh, makes me want to jump in whatever I can whenever I can as well. You know, it, I, I'm the, a little bit the same. I want to just drive cars as much as I can. Just have some fun, four wheels, motor. And uh, yeah, that's that's what Shane does. That's what he loves, and uh, it's it's cool to see. If I get the impression, if you gave Tom a push here with the motor, he'd have a crack at it racing it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it's Seven- the deal. That's, that's his passion. Yeah, and why not? That's what we're about here. Motorsport is all about a passion. Seven twenty nine on Repco Race Control. Repco celebrating one hundred years. In a moment, we're going to go to Turakina, about 35 minutes north of Palmerston North. Talk to a fellow that builds these amazing off-road trucks. Dan Cowper from Cowper Trucks is next.